Radio. Welcome to the Unlimited Wealth Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs like you build the wealth and lifestyle you deserve. My name is Nicholas Jensen, bringing you the secrets behind the relationships, strategies, and mindset of the most successful people on the planet. Showing you how to collapse time frames in order to win at business, money, and the adventures of life. You don't know what you don't know, so I'm here to show how the wealthy live, think, and make their money grow. It's time to live the life that you deserve. I'm, I'm here to help. My, my name is Nicholas Jensen. And, and this is Unlimited Wealth. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Unlimited Wealth Podcast. My name is Nicholas Jensen. Today, I have with me Zachary Babcock. He is the founder of Underdog Empowerment, the podcast that helps alpha entrepreneurs uh, grow their business, grow their brands. And Zach has an awesome story. He, um, for lack of a better term, and I think he would probably agree with this, made some poor decisions younger in his life, but has, has turned things around and has absolutely become uh, an expert in his field and a a powerhouse uh, business owner and uh, celebrity brand. So welcome, Zach. What is up, Nick? Dude, I'm super fired up to be here and poor decisions. Man, you were being nice by the way you put it. Yeah, I was just being an idiot for lack of words. <laughs> Dude, what I what I love about our relationship, so Zach and I have known each other for uh, about a year is like we're totally opposites, man. Uh, he's, uh, I'll let him tell, tell the story, but dude, that's what I love about you is, is just your how real you are and how willing you are to share uh, some of the some of the pitfalls, if you will, <laughs> of the younger years. So maybe maybe starting off there, share tell everybody. Um, I know I've heard it. I, I'm sure you're tired of, of talking about it, but tell my audience about who you are, uh, your story, and, and all that stuff. Right on, man. Absolutely, dude. I'll give the real uh, Cliff Notes version, high yeah. level overview. And if you know if you want to go deeper, we can always do that. But yeah, man, I, I, I did over five years of my life in prison for being an idiot, um, not having any chief aim in life, making bad decisions. And um, I did four years flat on a seven-year sentence, got out for two years, almost two years. And I went back to prison uh, just 20 days before my twin sons were born. And that was it for me. That was the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. That was, all right, I'm done. I'm turning my life around. Don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm doing it. And I started running a new direction and now we're scaling a six figure podcast marketing agency and we're just giving it all we got, man. That's uh that's awesome. You know, without kind of going into to some of the dirty details about prison and things like that, one of the things that or one of the questions that I have in my mind, I mean, prison has a a return, a pretty high return rate. Would wouldn't you agree? One hundred percent. Yeah. So, like, what do you think the difference is? I mean, you made you made the shift, and we've talked a lot about mental shifts and things like that in our conversations over the past year. But why are why were you able to kind of break out of that mold versus maybe some other individuals that you served time with or grew up with that continue to repeat that cycle over and over and over again? What what's the difference there? Man, there's a lot of variables that go into that. I believe. Um, so some of that is, I'll tell you what it is, is taking that ownership mentality because man, it's, if you're a victim, you're, you're going to be a loser until you take that ownership mentality. You can't be a winner until you take that ownership mentality. But here's the deal though, too, man. Um, yes, there's a systemic problem in the, in the judi- judicial system. It's built on money. It's built to keep you in the system. It's built to keep you dependent on the system, welfare, food stamps, assisted living. That's giving you a fish. It's not teaching you to fish. However, even though there's a systemic problem of it, you could still beat the system. You just have to take that ownership to do it. And there's so many guys that don't 
end up taking that ownership and gals that don't end up taking that ownership. And it's really unfortunate. And some of them, in, in some cases, I had to also point out the fact that I was lucky in the regard of, I had a mother that really cared a lot about me and she spoiled me affectionately. Um, as a kid growing up, she always told me you could do anything you put your mind to. She built up that confidence. And if you ever read of any Robert Greene's books, uh, in his book, The Law, the Law of Human Nature, he talks about the mother-son relationship, how important that is. And if a mother spoils her her son with affection, uh, Bill, he ends up having a higher confidence than than the average person. And so I got lucky in that regard for having that confidence because she built that into me as a kid. Um, you know, I couldn't, you know, that, that was just the, the the hand I was dealt. But other than that, though, man, you know, it, it, I truly believe, though, it comes down, you have to take that ownership. And some people just don't get to that point. That's a, you bring up an interesting concept and a road that we could probably go down on a, on another podcast. But I would agree with the statement that a lot of the troubles that we see as a society aren't necessarily children problems, but they're parenting problems. Right. Mm. Um, I think a lot of kids and, and youth lack direction just because for one reason or another, given circumstance, choices, whatever you want to call it, parents are checked out. And if a parent engages like your mom engaged with you, man, the likelihood of that kid being successful goes up tremendously. Right. But, but that a lot of those same lessons that you talked about, like being able to break out of the prison cycle are a lot of the same things that, that business owners deal with, right? Like being able to either have a victim mentality or have an accountability mentality as to how you're going to drive your business. And and you obviously chose to have that accountability mentality and are building a, a podcast agency. So let's talk about that a little bit. What specifically from, from a business owner's standpoint, why would they even consider either one having a podcast or two trying to, well, let's stop there. Why would a business owner consider going down the podcast road in order to help grow their brand, grow their business? Yeah. I mean, I can, I, I have, I want to say almost unlimited reasons. I know there's, there's a finite number, but there's a lot of reasons, but let's just look at some of the bigger ones. Like, like, let's just look at the data, like Nielsen reports, you know, legit stats and facts of the podcast industry. It's grown consistently year after year after year since 2012. We're entering the golden age. One third of all Americans now listen to podcasts. And if you look at that, 80% of the people that listen to podcasts earn $75,000 or more per year. They're highly educated. Um, There's a market there. And and why do you see all these big time influential people going on all these podcasts why do you see all these huge companies now anytime a tv show is released they start a podcast with it there's just it's right there for you and and the reason why is because like you're listening to this podcast right now you probably feel like a fly on the wall uh part of a really intimate conversation you get to you get to really know like and trust nick over time because you because you're listening to him for 30 to 40 minutes at a time you get to constantly hear nick's thoughts, views, perspectives all the time. And you begin to know, like, and trust him, or you might hate his guts. I don't know, but you're coming to hear hear his perspective on it. Right. And so it's just a great way to build that relationship. I I know of no other platform where you can really build such a deep relationship like that with your audience. So is that, is that the idea behind the podcasting industry is to really 
build the relationship, kind of that, that deep relationship that you may not get in a sales interaction or a marketing um, narrative and things like that. Is that the idea behind it? Yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, man, everything is based on relation businesses, relationships, you know, I mean, relation it's, and people buy from people that they know, like, and trust. And what better way to, you know, get to know people through a podcast and, and spewing out your thoughts, views and perspectives and beliefs and, and then also teaching and educating at the same time, maybe even making them laugh. It's just, it's just a wonderful platform in my opinion. That's a, that, that's an interesting perspective there. So have you ever seen, um, from a business owner's perspective, have you ever seen an industry in which podcasting like wouldn't work or, or maybe doesn't work? Is there any, have you come across anything like that? I tr- I try to all the time and I try to poke holes at it. And, and I, I like, I, I try like, well, what about a plumber? Well, a plumber could, could, could do a podcast and, and then gain awareness like that. And, 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 and check this out. There's literally, I can give you a bunch of, and I'm going to give them, give you just a few of them for a plumber exa- uh, example, but you can create a podcast and then create a community of other plumbers that want to learn the trade and how to do it right. And then now you end up monetizing on them because you come out with programs and help people um, not only just get, get the trade, but also how to sell their services as a plumber afterwards, because you figure that part out. Um, you might do it and, 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 and have this podcast going and now you become the authoritative plumber in your, in your region. Um, there, there's like, it's, there's so many different angles on how to actually monetize it or grow the brand but I'm, I can't think of like a single business that wouldn't benefit from having a podcast. Okay. So you talked about monetizing um, your business from a podcast. So, so obviously, uh, or from your perspective, having a podcast allows customers to, to maybe gain a deeper understanding of who you are, a more intimate relationship, not from like a stalker type perspective, <laughs> like you become this massive podcaster and now people are stalking you because they think that they have this close friendly relationship with you. But from, from a business standpoint, like they get to know you a little bit better, but so how, how do you monetize it? So as a business owner, you've got a podcast. I mean, you started, you've built your brand off of podcasting, but let's go back to the plumber. You gave a couple examples, but what's the best way to monetize your podcasting? Is it to sell your services? Is it to build products? Is it to do like affiliate marketing? Is it all of the the above? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, it, 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 this comes down to who you are and, and what your business is and, and how do we align that with your podcast. But um, for, for me, for an example, I monetize seven different ways. Um, and that's not even all the ways that you can monetize. but um, let's look at a few that would probably, uh, you know, resonate with everybody listening, uh, that, that people could jump on affiliate marketing. I tell anybody, whether you're already crushing it in business, you know, you already got an offer that's converting, or if you're just starting out and you're trying to figure out how to make it work, affiliate marketing and podcasting is just like, you should do that right out the gate. And it's a long-term play, you know, like just think about it. So, let's say you find this, this product, this software that you use, the CRM that has an affiliate product, uh, uh, program with it. And the CRM, you make uh, $50 a month recurring commissions every single month that the client uses that CR, that CRM. So if you get 10 people on that, that's $500 a month 
that you're making off of that CRM just by plugging it on your podcast and how you can plug it on your podcast. You can, you could do it so many different ways, but you can have like a recurring plug like, Hey guys, blah, blah, blah. if you're looking for blah, 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 the best way to, you know, take care of your, like if you're struggling with this, this, and this, and you're trying to, you know, take the, to track your, your sales and your numbers and, and grow, but you may need to have a hard time tracking it all and, and doing all this and that, then you probably need this right here because it does all these things that you, that you suck at and go get it here at this website. Boom, boom, boom. You could just plug it all the time. There's another way you could do it. Like you can, you can, you can lock in interviews with, uh, with the founders of these companies. Like I've done it multiple times with, with the softwares. And, and when you do that, you can even reach out to them and get their email lock in interviews and, and ask them for a pr- promo code. Be like, hey, for anybody that comes through my link, can we get my audience 20% off of your normal price? And then now, the, the whole game with that is creating a win-win-win. Like, I want to create a win for my audience. I'm introducing them to a new product that's going to help solve their solutions. I'm creating a win for the company because I'm bringing them new customers or making a sale. And I'm creating a win for myself by making that making that connection. And I'm making money in the process too. So, there's a, there's a ton more ways that you can do it with affiliate marketing, but that's definitely one. Um, another approach though too, it, and I don't want to give a long witted answer. We could keep continuing to go deep, but, um, that, that affiliate marketing, it's going to grow into something so much more. So I'm gonna get into the second example bit, uh, of, uh, another way to monetize, but think about it. John Lee Dumas, all right. He, he um, eofire.com is his, is his podcast website. You can go look at his income reports and it's like, I don't know the exact percentage. It's, it's over like 50% comes from podcast sponsorships or whatnot. And what that is, is, um, he gets it from affiliate marketing. He makes a big chunk cause he has over a million downloads each month. So he didn't start off that way. So he didn't make a whole lot of money off affiliate marketing when he first started off, but he grew it over time over, over the eight years or whatnot that he's been doing it. But also, he, he's also able to charge, he charges $6,500 for you to come on, on a show because he's got a million downloads per month. And you could do that as you start to get a large audience. You could start charging people to come on your show if you wanted to. There's, there's so many different ways, man. But um, that's why I want to say start the affiliate marketing right out the gate and watch that grow over time. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be mind-boggling what it grows into. And then real quickly, uh, and I'll quit talking because I feel like I'm talking. Real quick, do you, do you, have you ever had that where you had a guest on and then they just wouldn't shut up? Like you ask them a question, they talk for like 10 minutes? <laughs> uh, no, not, not the way I've had to tell them to shut up. Okay. <laughs> I have, man. And, and it, you know, sometimes they just don't know. It's their first time ever doing a podcast or whatever, but I appreciate the dialogue. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I've got a question off of what you were talking about because – I agree. With, I agree with what you've said as being able to monetize your your podcast, and, and it, it's just an extension of your business, right? If you looked at your business from a marketing perspective, podcast is one way to market your business, and it gives listeners a little bit more intimate relationship with you. But from somebody that's starting a podcast, to let's just go to the extreme, Joe Rogan who just sold his podcast for a hundred million dollars to Spotify. How does one grow that? Like what's, cause sometimes you'll see podcasts that do okay. And then sometimes you'll see podcasts, Joe Rogan, he's probably not a great example cause he was kind of a celebrity before. Right. But let's take like a John Lee Dumas when, before he started to my understanding, he was, he wasn't anybody. Right. And he's, he became he's a grown his brand. His yeah. He's grown his brand through his podcast and now he has a million downloads. So let's take him as an example. How, how does one go from zero 
to hero, if you will, in the podcast industry, what's the best way for somebody to do that? Yeah, dude. Great question. And so I can't speak on John Lee Dumas because I didn't do it how he did it, but I can speak from the zero to hero over five years in prison to where we're at now, what I, how I did it. And so for me, I got into podcasting because nobody took me seriously, dude. I was the ex-convict turned entrepreneur afterthought that nobody gave the time of day to. And um, so can I pause, can I pause you? So is it, are those stigmas real? Like when you get out of prison, is it super hard to get a job? Is it super hard to like create relationships with individuals? Exactly. Both. So that's not a stigma. That's, that's actually true. Yeah, dude. When I got out, if, 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 if I go out and fill out an application, as soon as I hit submit, it gets denied just because I'm a convicted felon, like every application, online application. And then if I go out and fill out an application, and then you go out and fill out an application. If you don't have a felony convicted record, convicted uh, felony conviction record, you're getting that job before me flat out every single time. And I did that to myself. I'm not making excuses, but that's just the way it is. It's, it's yeah. the system, the, the way the system is. They don't forgive your past for past mistakes, even if you change. Oh, um, it's not a stigma. That's actually what happens. Yeah, I couldn't get a okay. job when I got out of prison. That's the reason why I got, I didn't get an entrepreneurship because I thought it was a cool thing to do. It was like my only option for real, which I'm super yeah. glad because I am where I am now. But, um, so that's real. But then even when I became an entrepreneur, dude, dude, every time I tried to collaborate with any entrepreneur, even people that were in the trenches like me that weren't super well known, nobody gave me the time of day, dude. They were like, they, they thought I was some joke, some clown. Um, you know, they're like, who's this dude? He's all he, this, he's a wannabe entrepreneur. He got out of prison. I'm not, I don't take him seriously. That's, that's how it was. And that's how, and I was pissed as a result, dude, <laughs> it was. And so, it was out of that pain and frustration that I decided to launch the podcast for selfish reasons, first and foremost, to, to fill up my cup before I fill up other cups. I, I wasn't going to stay in that, in that box that, that people were keeping me in. I was like, okay, I get it. You make that snap judgment. Everybody does because that's how we're hardwired for survival. We have to judge everything that we come into contact with, whether you hold on to that judgment or not. It's a different story, but, um, but yeah, man. And so I launched the podcast and then I got ranked on day three on Apple and then I had Billy Jean as a marketing on the show the following week. And it's just been a really crazy upward spiral of momentum ever since. But what I want to break down here is I went from literally in one week of nobody giving me the time of day, no chance to interview celebrities in a matter of a week. That's how fast it changed things. I was mind blown at the time because I was like, dude, this, it was completely wow at the time. And, and it, still, it still does. And so you know, after, after I've been doing this for over two years now, I've developed a system, which, which you, you, you've had, uh, you get to gotten a peep out quite a bit. Um, but the, but the system, how does a person go from zero to hero? Well, there's four pillars to the system that I developed and I, and, and dude, there's other podcast marketing systems out there. Uh, there's no like one cookie cutter way. Um, this is the system that I developed that works and we've had success with over a hundred clients now. Um, and, and, and it's in an order. So I call it top rated podcast and it's launching and getting your podcast ranked on Apple. That creates the momentum. It gets your audience excited, people that already know about you and start to tune in and you, you find new people because Apple's pushing you up in the rankings, you're front facing now. Um, and it also makes it easier to get celebrities on your show because I could be like, hey, can you want to come on my top rated podcast? It just sounds better. And so that's the first piece and that creates momentum. Second piece is the, the big reach podcasting. 
most important pillar of them all. Um, and this is just growing the audience and in of, of people that love your brand and who will um, follow you, will share all your stuff with all their friends that are people that are just like them and will buy your stuff. Um, that's the most important piece. And then third pillar, celebrity podcasting, pretty, pretty explanatory. You interview celebrities and you become one in the process and you position yourself as one. And then finally, big money podcast. You notice that's the last one because you got to do, you got, before you can monetize a podcast, you got to grow the audience and, 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 and establish your authority in the marketplace. Um, and, and you might already, you could still make money right out the gate. I'm just saying like, there's, there's that order. So following that process is, um, how you go from zero to hero with the podcast. Yeah. It's just, it sounds like it's just like building a business, right? Oftentimes people, you know, think they're going to be an entrepreneur and all of a sudden overnight they're, they're a success, right? Which I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but the more realistic or what happens more often is it's a process. It's one step at a time. And over time you build momentum and you start to, your business starts to get traction. And then, you know, you kind of hit that fourth pillar, if you will, as far as what you're talking about and, you know, monetization, really being able to, to make revenue in your business. What about business owners that they're like, yeah, like I get it. It, It's, it it sounds helpful, but I don't want to start a podcast. What about, them getting on other people's podcasts. What's the best? Let's say I'm a, I'm a local plumber, right? I'm an expert in my field and I want to make that may not be a good example, but you get where, where I'm going. And I want to get on podcasts. I don't necessarily want to have my own podcast, but I want to get on podcasts. Um, do you feel like that's a relevant strategy? Can that be done without having your own podcast? Yeah, dude. I mean, you see it happening all the time. <laughs> look at look at what what all these influential people do whenever they write their book and release it. They go on a podcast tour uh, to promote their their book. Uh, they 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 Dean Graziosi did it. Uh, I had him on the day his Underdog Advantage book came out because it was perfect for my show. Obviously, yeah, dude, Advantage. that like you couldn't have painted a better picture for you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but uh. But but he was going on a book tour. He wasn't just going on my pod. He was going on, even though it was a perfect fit, but he was still going on a tour be- to promote his book. Even his software with uh, with Tony Robbins, he goes on a tour to promote it. He promotes it on, you know, through paid advertising and other avenues too, but he understands that, dude, podcasting, dude, P- there's so many buying decisions that happen on a podcast. Like I said, man, people that listen to podcasts, m- over 80% of them have money. They do. And, and it's just, and, and they, they're highly educated and they're looking for solutions. There's, it's just a, it's, it's such a great platform to promote your business. So you don't have to have a podcast to do it. It just makes it way, you'll move, you'll, 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 you'll make way bigger waves with having your own platform because now you, you're not just going on other platforms, which that's a huge strategy. I go on other, like we're doing it today. I go on a lot of, I've been on over 200 podcasts. I got over 200 episodes on my own show, but I also been on over 200 podcasts. Both of those are powerful. If I had to choose between one and the other though, I would probably have the platform just because I can invite celebrity guests on my show. And then that opens up all the other doors as well. Yeah. And, and, by having your own platform, I mean, you control the dialogue. Yep. If you look at the media today, and I think that's why pissed off or lack of a better term is because, because of podcasting and, and video and YouTube and social media, like they have a hard, they, they can't control the dialogue as much as they could 
10 years ago, 15 years ago and things like that. So I would definitely agree with you there. What about um, quality? So I've done some, some research and kind of goes both directions. Most of my research has been done on video, right? Do consumers like the raw selfie stick iPhone video versus the polished commercial type video? Do you see in the podcasting world, one being better than the other? Because at the end of the day, like my 13 year old boy could roll in here, plug his computer into my microphone and he could start his own podcast and edit it himself and, and you can you can anticipate what that quality might be versus a Joe Rogan or a maybe even a John Lee Dumas. They send their audio off to an agency like yourself and have it pro- professionally produced. Do you see what consumers like one way versus the other, or is it just a matter of the personality behind the mic? Yeah, I was just, dude, exa- personality behind the mic, and you answered it yourself. Dude, the, I'll give you an example, and that's that's such a really, really good question. Um, My podcast, it is super raw, uncut. Like, there's no, we don't take out the ahs and the ums, and um, if there's mess-ups, and the, we just leave it. We just record and put it out there, and, and it's been really, really successful that way. And then you got really, really successful podcasts that are super polished and um, edited like super hardcore. Uh, it really just depends on the personality, who you are. And it kind of leads into a better question of, well, well, how do I know who I'm talking to and, 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 um, and what we're going to talk about on the podcast and, and selecting that audience. And here's the best answer that I can give to that question. Uh, and it's like a personal brand. Cause like, think about it, man. When you think about, who your audience should be. This is a lot of things that a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with, especially in the beginning. And then, and then they, 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 it's like one of the hardest things to figure out in the beginning. And then they figure it out and then they start exploding. It was at least for me and a lot of people that I talked to. But um, I used to try to act like something that I wasn't because I thought I had to. For an example, I used to wear suits. Nothing wrong with wearing suits, but bro, I got tattoos, a big old beard, and did five years in prison. It just doesn't fit me. You know what I'm saying? It's not I can't, me. I can't see you in a suit, man. I can't. <laughs> I used to always wear suits, and then I used to not share my prison story because I thought like people wouldn't take me seriously because of it. And I used to act like I was positive all the time, and just all these things because I thought that's what I had to do. And when I and I and I struggled for the longest, but then I got I I just started serving who I was yesterday or who I was just starting out. It changed the game. So let me explain that. You got Amazon, McDonald's, um, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Walmart. These are the biggest brands and companies in the world, right? They, they're companies. They can make up an imaginary avatar and then be the ideal that serves that avatar because they can be whatever they need to be to serve that person. But when we're talking about personal branding with the keyword being personal, which is exactly what you and I are doing with our podcast, we can't make up some imaginary customer avatar and then try to serve that avatar if it doesn't align with who we really are as a person because there's an incongruence there and people got a high BS detector and they could tell this ain't who this person really is. So what that means is is that it makes it easy to find your audience. All you got to do is get crystal clear on who you are, know what you stand for, what you don't stand for, what you're all about. And once you get really clear on that, then your audience, you're always speaking to who you were yesterday or who you were just starting out or anywhere in between. And when you get that, you're like, oh, 
oh man and you make waves and breakthroughs with that uh yeah i know that segued into something completely different what the question was but i just felt like that was really powerful no that's a that's great advice when it comes to building when you're talking large corporations you're right they can mold and and kind of create this here's a good example disneyland right disneyland can create this experience and make you believe it's something when in reality walt disney may have may have had a lot of those core values that wasn't maybe who he was on a personal level whereas when you've got a smaller business or your personal brand you have to align with who you are or it's kind of one of it's it's if you're trying to be somebody you're not, it's almost like telling lies all the time. And you got to remember what lie you told to who so that they don't catch you in that lie. Mm. Right. But, but if you just are authentic, I, I don't love the word authentic. Cause I think Me it's, neither. but if you're just really kind of who you, who you Being naturally real. are, then it is what it is, right? <laughs> they either like you or they don't. And that's okay. You're not for everybody. So I agree with you hundred percent there. Yeah, man. Cool, Zach. Uh, any um, any last words you'd love to leave with our audience? Uh, if they want to get a hold of you, if they want to start following you, how do they how do they connect with you? How do they contact you? Things like that. For sure, dude, and I appreciate that. Um, best, I would definitely say the podcast, Underdog Empowerment. It's pretty much on any podcast platform that you listen to podcasts on. But to make it super simple for everybody, uh, you can go to underdogempowerment.com right there on the homepage. You'd have to scroll down just a little bit, but there's a podcast section that has a red subscribe button. You can click that subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google play, Stitcher, whichever platform you prefer. Uh, hope to see you guys over there. And Nick, dude, thanks again for having me on your show. I had a blast today, dude. Hey, thanks Zachary. It's, it's been awesome to, to talk to you. We don't get to connect a lot, but when we do, um, it's always a good time. So I appreciate you, man. Right on, man. I appreciate you having me, dude. Hey, have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. See ya. If you want to learn more about me, you can visit my website at www.nicholascjensen.com or follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Nicholas Jensen underscore. That's at Nicholas Jensen underscore. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform because you do not want to miss out. We'll see you next time on Unlimited Wealth.